0: Welcome to the Lila Life Show. I'm your host, Linda Andrews, and you've tuned in to the right place to up level in your life and business. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Lila Life Show. This is your host, Linda Andrews, and I have Coach Sophia and Tony Salmi with me today. And she and I are gonna be unpacking some insights around burnout, insights around stress, and incorporating heightened levels of consciousness. So welcome to the show, Sophia. We'll see what we unpack today.
1: Hi Linda, happy to be here again.
0: Awesome. Uh, Sophia is one of our amazing coaches as part of the Lila Life Collective and our coaches team. So if you wanna find out more about Sophia, You can go to Lelalife.co and there's several redirects to find that information out. Uh, Sophia, for today, you know, we were talking about what's the best episode to share with our listeners and burnout came up for you and came up as a topic. So I'd love to hear what was the inspiration for that. What are you seeing? Why is this on your heart and mind right now?
1: Um, I I feel that burnout has always been there even before the pandemic, but now it's just it's just getting worse and worse, I feel, because of all the, uh, you know, natural, uh, you know, change that's happening, whether work from home or virtual learning. Um, And, and that's why it's just on top of my mind, I'm coming across a lot of people mentioning this exhaustion and burnout.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. It's, it's a timely topic. And what I notice is, because of technology, it's like you really, really, really have to be intentional with the boundaries to delineate, right, the different family time, work time, personal time, and so forth. So how do you do this? What do you recommend? Uh, And maybe before we go there, let's start with some signs of burnout that can be the most challenging for people to overcome. Um,
1: I think the common signs are just, you know, little things, if you're just constantly feeling irritable, uh, tired, and even losing interest in your own favorite stuff, and you just feel that you're, you're not able to finish anything in any particular day, you're just not feeling good enough, and the list keeps going on, uh, the signs of burnout.
0: I was thinking about this this morning, about burnout, and you know, I'm going to say something provocative. I'm going to say personal responsibility, And I know when you're in the coaching seat, this is the obvious, but when you're not in that world, I think it can be something that can slip away from you. And why I bring this up is because it's like only you can change your experience of burnout, right? And for me personally, and I'd love to hear if you've gone through this at all, but like I may be feeling burnout and I'm going to go see five doctors, like, go to chiropractor, go to acupuncture, go to to all these things external, when really burnout could be an invitation to connect to yourself and, you know, figure out what you need, what's going on. And I'm wondering for you how personal responsibility lands. And if you're noticing that people want to go outside or inside to move through burnout, meaning within themselves or to other people.
1: That's a great question. Um, The straight answer, yes, the answer lies within ourselves. But again, we can also use uh, the message that we are getting. um, Okay, why am I feeling exhausted or burned out? Um, The straightforward answer is we haven't refueled ourselves. And the refueling could be going for a massage as well. But again, it should come from Within yourself, not from external media. Oh, get this massage, and you will be out of burnout or something like that. Um, but it's going way deeper. Especially when I work with my clients, it's interesting that uh, they could have an inner yearning uh, to have a career. Let's talk. Uh, let's say, for example, the mom is yearning to have a career uh, to follow her passion. And she's just wondering, like, I have kids at home all the time. How am I supposed to pursue my dreams and so on? So she's depleting. She is not able to refuel that part of her tank. And and there, when I work, I'm coming across limiting beliefs that if I have children, I can't pursue my passion. Um, I'll be like, why? Why? what if they are noisy around, um, to give you a real time example, even my kids are home today. Uh, they're not, you know, they're having cold and they are staying home, but I have a free will to make a choice. Um, you know, Oh my gosh, uh, I don't have anyone to watch them. Let me just reschedule my podcast, which is okay too. But what mostly I've seen, especially women taking a back seat in their career, um, that oh I have this responsibility so I'm not going to pursue my dream and that's what breaks my heart and that's where I try to push my clients to move out of their comfort zone beyond their burnout beyond their limiting belief.
0: Yeah, this is powerful. I you're reminding me. I had a meeting on Friday and this is this beautiful soul new mother new business owner transitioned from teaching to her new business. And she, it's a children's bookstore. And, um, you know, we were just diving in all the stresses of new business, right. Which are many. And there's a steep learning curve, especially if it's not something you've come from. I feel that right. Very regularly, like, Oh, more to the learning curve. And, But what I noticed that was really, really like debilitating was around being professional and being this business owner about how society would want us to be. And so it was like apologies for being unprofessional because her babysitter canceled and the uh, child was at the meeting and I think there's a responsibility especially for women and men to open up our idea of what all of this can look like right and then the personal responsibility is the defining it for yourself and just owning it and being unapologetic to whatever you land on and there's so much freedom in that and there's so many layers to why i think that's challenging i mean you touched on a few of those but one, you know, getting to these limiting belief systems, but it's, it's just so fascinating because we have this idea, a society idea of what a business owner should look like, and then what a mom should look like, and then maybe what a business owner mom should look like, right? And, Maybe none of those resonate to what this particular business owner mom wants her life to look like, right? And so this is that little space of the personal responsibility. That's the invitation to define what that means to you, which, you know, you and I spend a ton of our work with our clients on that exact piece of the practice. But I think the message to impress to you today as a listener is, I get to do that. I get to make my definitions. And not only do you get to do that and make your definitions, you can do that as often as you want or need to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's the core. Like you get to define your role the way you want. Uh, um, If you have a a toddler at home and he he's just, you know, making those few giggles when you're recording podcast and that's okay. it's not unprofessional or, you know, you need to take a backseat from what you truly like. Um, As long as we are just creating new definitions, it's not only helping that particular person, but world at large, tomorrow another person will co- be, will have that courage uh, to do the same. Oh, I don't have to stop myself because of A, B, C, D responsibility at home that I have and still go ahead and pursue what I want.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's so interesting the time that we're in because we have so much change and evolution happening. Something that I would think about a lot is work right it's like okay we have this definition of work a 40-hour work week right and we have all these systems that are reliant on this traditional 40-hour work week like what is full-time what is benefit like in a lot of ways so much that has helped our society run to this point is coming from that right and so we're in almost this awkward phase where technology and exponential technology—you know—I could do more in an hour today than I could do in probably a forty-hour work week ten years ago. Don't quote me on the exact math of that; I made it up, right? But you get the point. And it's like, so what do we do with all this in that transformation? I, I think that if, if, if anything, what we do more and more of is get curious about how you personally can fit in that and what creative solutions can come up. You know, we have this kind of free pass now for all the circumstances, but to work from home, but with that becomes some different unique opportunities that mean more time with family, maybe cooking more, you know, that there's a lot of potential quote unquote benefits that, that society at large didn't see before this.
1: Yes, uh, I, I feel that too. I uh, Like you rightly said, there's so many opportunities as well, which I also caution that let's not make it at an extended to-do list um, and make your own, uh, you know, what makes you feel good. Um, if you love cooking, then go ahead and incorporate that. If you don't, then don't worry about it. So that's where mm. I try to work on, like make your own to-do list based on what you feel is right, what aligns to your goals, your values. um, And then you will not end up in burnout. Burnout is basically uh, depleting yourself doing things that's not aligned to yourself.
0: Yeah, this is, it's like the delegate, eliminate, um, delegate or eliminate. I think there's one more, but I love this little process is like, what can I get rid of? What can I have someone else help me with, right? And going through that little inventory, are there any tips and tools that you like to help people through or with when identifying like what what activities maybe are no longer in alignment?
1: Um, The very basic, uh, you know, tool is to make a to-do list. Um, You know, it sounds very simple. uh, And and write down everything that you have to do. Like, you know, you have to pick up your kids and, and all that. But again, after you finish your to-do list, try and see uh, what you can delegate, where you can delegate as well. And when you write it down, you can truly see, oh, actually I can ask my friend to pick up today and, you know, I can get my work done and so on. Um, so when you uh, write it down, you are not feeling overwhelmed that you got to do a billion things all in one day. And, but you can definitely ask for help. Uh, that explores another big topic, asking for help is something that mm-hmm. many people are afraid or hesitant to asking help from your partner, asking help from a friend, uh, or anyone like from from school or whatever. Um, oh, we, uh, asking help is not a sign of weakness, but it is an opportunity for connection. We are very good in helping others, but when it comes to asking for help, it becomes defi- difficult. But I would encourage uh, our listeners to value both because connection gets built when you give as well as receive. It's not less when you receive and more when you give.
0: Yeah. This, as you're saying that what started streaming is like society kind of programmed for scarcity, fear, and how some of these, like th- the feelings of shame, right. Or guilt. like, well, I can't, you know, I can't ask Mary to pick up Johnny. I need to, cause I'm a bad mom, right. Like making these different definitions and it's, there's, there's so many emotional loops that go with that. And if you really look at the energy that's behind it, I, I really think it, it tends to be in the lower frequencies, more of that fear. And um, I think the first step too is even just having that awareness of like, oh man. Cause it's almost like you can keep yourself in, like locked in that energy, repeating the patterns, repeating the actions over and over and over. And then it's like, man, Why am I burnt out? (laughs) You know, and it's like you know, starting with the simple to-do list exercise, like you said, and seeing like where can I delegate? What, What don't I love in this? Um, or the other side of it, I think, is an invitation to consider a new energy in it, right? Maybe like in the picking up your kids' example, maybe it's like a chain, if you have decided that you are the one to do it, but that can still feel like burnout, is there a new energy that you can invite when you go to pick up the kids, right? Just a thought. I was writing about this this morning, right? It's like our experience of reality starts in our mind. And if we're not holding ourselves accountable to that, there's a zillion things every day that wants to take away and not have us be in this optimal state Just pick your flavor.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, this uh, made me think about uh, feeling not bad about feeling overwhelmed or burnout as well Mm. uh, when you brought this, uh, you know, conversation about uh, how how you give that meaning or the story you tell. So uh, I believe definitely to value ourselves more, whatever we do, big and small jobs. But at the same time, uh, it's okay to feel you know oh it's too tiring to pick up every single day or to cook every single day it's okay to feel excited about cooking as well as exhausted about cooking as well so we can feel both it's not this or that and again listening to our emotions because all feelings are valid it's uh, it may from the outside world might push you down to you should be grateful that you're having food, and that you get to cook or whatever. Uh, yes, that's valid, but as well as I'm feeling exhausted, that's valid as well. So uh, we need to listen to both and then go ahead and ask for help and delegate.
0: You're you're reminding me of the emotional GPS and, you know, in the the divine guidance that if I'm feeling that overwhelmed, say with cooking, And I'm having this like visceral emotional response to cooking. Wow. Like what's the information in there? And if that is to ask for help, or maybe we need takeout today, or maybe I need a nap or whatever, that, that information is, is so powerful. And I think the other piece to it is letting yourself listen to the information, right? It's like, we almost want to push that guidance out of our head. Or if, if intuition's coming in saying like, yeah, we need takeout. And it's like, no, I, I got to muscle through and like cook dinner tonight. Right. And, and I think that the, at the tipping point of burnout is like, once you can't muscle through anymore and and it's just to the pure exhaustion. And um, I've seen this and I, I see this with clients. It's like, that little voice, listen, 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 please listen to me. Please listen to me. No, 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 not today. I'm not, I'm not listening to you today. And I I like what you share though, about not making any of it like good or bad or right or wrong. And I want to clarify because that invitation to have say an attitude adjustment, right? If you're deciding that you can't delegate dinner, you can have that like, uh, rooting in moment within yourself of like, what do I want this to feel like? And if it's just you can't even go there and you just feel burnout, like of course none of it is is good or bad, but it's to impress that there's always that choice. Yes,
1: like you said, choice is my powerful word. Um, again, the listeners, I would like to invite them to think for themselves. Not because I'm saying that, oh, uh, you know, uh, listen to your voice or not listen to your voice, but again, they have to really uh, put any any information that's coming from the outside, put their thought into it and p- make a choice. Because sometimes I feel um, we push through because the information from the outside world might be saying, oh, you have to finish this project before the deadline. You have to cook, so to speak, um, it, it could come with a number of uh, convincing information. If you don't cook home-cooked meals, uh, then it's not healthy for your family and you all are going to fall sick, you know, jumping into the future that's less likely, likely to happen. You know, all these information will bombard and, and you are likely to fall for it and make a choice that makes you end up in burnout. And, and that's why I would like to invite uh, everyone listening to uh, have courage mm-hmm. that courage that what they're feeling is valid. And if they are feeling exhausted, Let that outside noise that's telling you, oh, you have to finish this project. You have to cook today. Otherwise you'll end up unhealthy and you're going to get this pandemic or whatever that, uh, you know, that uh, I would call it like a little worry brain. That's the Mm -hmm. dinosaur brain that's trying to protect you from. Um, So just be aware of it, that it's trying to protect you from, from, by getting all this information from outside, but you are your own boss. You can make the choice that today I'm going to take a takeout and we are not going to die (laughs) and and that's okay. And tomorrow I'm going to catch up
0: my uh, healthy routine and that's okay. So for the person that, for the person that is having trouble accessing that inner voice, right? Maybe they've heard little whispers of it or maybe they don't even know what we're talking about. Where can they begin?
1: Um, I think it's, it's again, because of our cultural conditioning, we have been conditioned to not believe what we feel. It could be little things that might have happened in childhood. Oh, you, sh- you should be grateful. You shouldn't be feeling this way or anything that has um, subconsciously set in to not believe what we feel. Um, and we tend to think, oh, maybe... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my friend is right. Maybe the society is right. And so I would encourage you to just do little things like, uh, you know, if you feel like taking a nap, uh, not like when you're driving, you suddenly stop your car and take a nap, but again, like listen to it and go ahead and do, do that in your particular day and see how you feel. Uh, communicating your boundaries, um, uh, you know, mentioning how you feel. This will slowly build up uh, the the skill of listening to our inner voice. Um, you know, if you have a limiting belief to say to your family, hey, from 9 to 9.30, it's my me time, no one should disturb me. If you have a limiting belief uh, that, oh, that sounds so rude, like, you know, I, I want to be, you know, there for my family and so on, then go ahead and still communicate that boundary and see for yourself, Uh, how you feel when you align to that inner voice that's yearning for that me time, that reading time. And once you start doing one, two, three things, it's like a skill. It just builds and you just get so comfortable listening. I can see myself 10 years ago, how confused I was uh, not able to figure out why am I so irritable today? And then now I just know, oh, you know what? I need some focus time. Can you all just stay quiet for 15 minutes? I set a, I'll set an alarm in my device or whatever. So, So I'm very attuned compared to many years ago. And I'm sure this is work in progress. I'll feel much better in future as well. But like a skill, it just develops. Start with one thing that you feel that you want to do today.
0: Yeah, what I'm hearing, it's like the muscle, right? You just keep practicing and practicing. And, you know, if you don't even know where to start, just start, right? So what does that actually mean? It's like, notice the next time that you're feeling that burnout or overwhelm, maybe the question, I ask myself this question a lot when I feel stressed, is what do I need right now? What do I need right now? What's the most supportive thing that I can do right now? Uh, that's another version of that question if you're not already hearing the answer that's the key like maybe maybe there's a lot of mind drama and it's hard to make sense of like what you actually do need or or what that emotion is i think this is when that burnout or overwhelm or exhaustion comes in it's an easy place for projection right you like make it about maybe a weird fight with your husband or whatever when when you're really getting to the heart of it, it's like, oh, I didn't really eat lunch and I slept poorly last night. Oh, sorry. That had nothing to do with you. Actually, you were a little annoying, but it's, you know, it, it was like a 3% annoying versus a, a thousand percent annoying what it felt like a few minutes ago. And uh, with that, it's like, it can be messy, right? Like this putting on the training wheels of knowing yourself deeper and deeper and deeper and starting to listen like you 10 years ago, I'd imagine that you might've gotten a few things quote unquote wrong. And it was like a learning curve. And I think that having some reflection time around what what's working, what's not, what would you do differently? You know, these three powerful self-coaching questions that if you don't want to work with a life coach you have self-coaching questions but with any of this work it's like are you actually doing it and that's a decision
1: yeah yeah I mean um the for, since you brought like you know like a self-coaching questions um again uh you know going back to the example it's so messy because whether you're wondering okay I uh, I got upset because I didn't have my lunch or was my partner annoying and so on again it can it need not be this or that and you can actually uh, unravel piece by piece um you know what when you said this I felt uh say disrespected so to speak but at the same time I think I you know I need not uh yell at you because I didn't have my lunch so I work on that but you please work on this as well so it can be both and you can you know Uh, need not choose, like, you know, oh, I I shouldn't have got so mad. So I wouldn't even communicate my boundary, how my partner should treat me. So um, you can do both. And um, it it comes up with another interesting uh, example. Like uh, I discovered that, say, I was craving for my identity when I first moved to the country uh, so if I'm feeling dissatisfied that I I want an identity, I need my career for myself. To I need not combine to my worth again. So I could feel dissatisfied that I don't have a career right now, but at the same time I can set a boundary for people who put me down that you, you are nothing or you are unworthy because you don't have a career. I need not mix both, but I can you know, do both set a boundary as well as feel dissatisfied rather than masking my dissatisfied feeling. You know what? I'm going to just present myself that, you know, I'm, I'm all okay. I'm perfect. So people don't treat me otherwise.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, I feel like that'll be a part, part two or a part 10 of identities, because as you're saying that I'm laughing, it's like this external pressure to be one thing, Or look a certain way or say you are dissatisfied in the career that that's a intense like challenging thing to navigate right career dissatisfaction then the the layer of pressure to want to appear like you got it all together let's say or that maybe you don't have the career anymore and now you're feeling judgment that you don't have the career you know, at the end of that self-discovery, it could actually be that you don't want the career at all. Like you consciously are choosing you don't want that career, which is okay, right? But it's it's like, which part of it is yours to make sense of? and And I think the more you can connect into yourself, turn the volume down on some of those other voices and then land, it could still be the same outcome, but from that place of rooted confidence, self-worth, love for yourself, uh, connection to others versus like everything that you're not feeling that lack feeling into that identity crisis, right? The identity crisis is another invitation to do some exploration.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, um, but again, going back to when we explore, um, those kind of emotions that's coming up, that's where uh, the gems lie. That's where I found, uh, my authentic self. So, um, whenever there is burnout, these layers lead to all these interesting gems that eventually they are ending up finding their true purpose and uh, they're more aligned uh, to their, uh, you know, authentic self or feelings, so to speak. Um, and and I feel that's when we feel more in control. The, the more we feel um, more in control of our own emotions, that's when our burnout is uh, slowly diminishing and uh we are just refueling our tank as we can see oh you know what i can see myself um you know to give you a simple example um before we even snap at our uh, kids so to speak we can just say uh my patient's bucket is running low i need five minutes that that's something again a beautiful way of communicating before entering that burnout point uh, and then go ahead and refuel in that five minutes, whether it's a walk or a breath work or or just watching a comedy video clip or whatever.
0: Awesome. Sophia, you have so many gems. Uh, you know, if you're listening and you want to know more about Coach Sophia, you can go to Lelalife.co and it's backslash Coach-Sophia. Sophia is a part of the Legal Life Collective, which has amazing different teachings and trainings. So this is a very low membership a month fee that makes it super accessible if you're just needing some extra support in your day-to-day. We invite you all to join the collective. And if you wanna go even deeper, we have Life Expanded, which you've heard me mention, uh, that unpacks some of what we're talking about today and really supports you in your journey. And uh, you'll also see Sophia as a part of that, whether in support or uh, in the office hours. So we have different websites that you can learn more about all of this. Sophia, if you want to leave our listeners with one final thought, quote, insight to ponder for the rest of their day, I turn the mic over to you and where they can find you to interact, whether social media or uh, email.
1: Well, you can uh, go ahead and uh, look for my three-day goal success challenge. So you can actually keep uh, self-care as as a goal or even uh, uh, just any goal that you would uh, like to achieve to, you know, overcome that burnout. But definitely, uh, I would encourage you to book a connect call uh, with me on uh, my webpage, legallife.co forward slash coach hyphen Sophia where you could actually uh, figure out where is that missing puzzle so you can start uh, right away uh, managing your stress and burnout and just be more productive and happier
0: the way you want to be. So good, Sophia. Thank you so much. We wish you well. Have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you, Linda. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Lila Life Show. Be sure to share, like, and comment. Tune in next week. And if you're not already a member of the Lila Life Collective, you'll want to be. So take a look in the show notes and be sure you sign up today. Have a beautiful day.